0: Alright friends, here we are. The last holiday replay episode. In case you missed it, in the spirit of the holidays and to ensure I can fully embrace the joy and chaos of this season, I've taken a short break during the month of December. Throughout this month, I've been revisiting some of my favorite episodes from the past. A curated selection that I hope brings you joy and inspiration. This week, it's another solo episode, but one that has changed the way I plan out my workday in a number of different ways. In this episode, I talk about the book, When? The Scientific Secrets of Perfect Timing by Daniel Pink. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy the replay of this episode. I will be back with fresh, exciting content on January 3rd, so next week. And until then, I'm wishing you a joyful, holiday-filled season. Cheers. Can the time of day affect how creative you are, whether or not you will get a raise when you ask for it, if you will get better treatment in the hospital, or score better on tests? Well, the research overwhelmingly says yes to all of those things, and many more. Welcome to Episode 78 of This Shit Works. I am your host, Julie Brown, and today I am discussing the book, When? The Scientific Secrets of Perfect Timing. By Daniel Pink. This episode is sponsored by Nickerson, a full service branding, marketing, PR and communications agency with team members in Boston, Los Angeles, Miami, and New York City. Visit them at NickersonCOS.com. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. Did you know that there is a two-hour window during the day that doctors are more likely to give a fatal dose of anesthesia? In that same two hours, students are more likely to bomb on standardized tests, and CEOs are more likely to say something stupid on quarterly earnings calls leading to a plummet in their stock price. These two hours is what Daniel Pink calls the Bermuda Triangle of the day. And it is the hours between two and four. Why is this, you might ask? Well, Daniel's research and big data studies show that our attention and mental ability is biologically programmed to rise and fall according to our circadian rhythm. Based on the idea that we are generally awake for approximately 16 hours per day, our attention and mental ability peaks, troughs, and then rebounds at the same time over the course of that 16 hours, day after day. So let's break this down. Our peak time, the time when we can best do logical work, is the first seven hours of our day. So if you generally wake at 6 a.m., your peak time is between 6 a.m. and 1 p.m. in the afternoon. This peak time is when you are using the left side of your brain. It's best for doing research, scheduling important calls. If you're a student, it would be better to schedule your science and math classes in the morning when your logical brain is firing on all cylinders. The trough time the time when mistakes generally happen is between seven and nine hours after you wake. So if you wake at six, it's between one and three, with 2.55 p.m. being the least productive time of the day, of any day, day after day, according to studies. Daniel says the best thing you can do in this trough time is to actually take a nap. Studies show that Italian police officers who took naps immediately before their afternoon and evening shifts had 48% fewer traffic accidents than those who didn't take a nap. Now, taking a nap is easy if you live in a country that believes in siesta in the afternoon, but that's not so much here in the hustle and grind culture of America. So Daniel says if you can't take a nap, schedule your least important, most mundane work, During this time, go for a walk, run your errands. Do not work on the things that require your logical brain to be at its best. Now, the rebound time is the last seven hours of your day. So, in general, between 3 and 10 p.m., but notice. The beginning of the rebound time is still in the so-called Bermuda Triangle of the day for one hour. If you wake up before 7 o'clock. This is when we are inching back up to better performance. The rebound time is when we are tapping into the right side of our brain, the more creative side of our brain. So this is when you should schedule your creative writing, graphics, brainstorming sessions with other people. If you're a student, schedule your art, design, or music classes in these hours as you can more easily tap into your creativity then. Now. This is all based on the idea that you have a regular or early chronotype, meaning that you are more of a morning person. Only 25% of the population are people who have a so-called late chronotype, meaning you are slow to get up, you have a moderate amount of energy by mid-morning, and your energy actually increases as the day goes on with a big surge in energy in the evening. If that is you, your rebound and your peak are actually opposite. You need work on more insightful, creative work in the morning and leave the logical, more structured work for nighttime. This makes total sense for me. I wake around 5.30 every day, and I like to crank out a lot of logical, research-based tasks in the morning. But I always crash around 1.30 in the afternoon. Prior to reading this research, I always equated it with this, you know, this crash with and being sluggish in the afternoon to having just eaten lunch and experiencing a slight food coma. I had actually started to not schedule too much in the hour and a half between 1:30 and 3, knowing that at three I would always have a rebound of energy and creativity. So this cycle, peak, trough, rebound, it happens to us every day. And if we become more attuned to it, we can begin to structure our days around it for better performance and efficiency. Oh, yeah, that thing about the raise? Want to know what the best time to ask for a raise is? Daniel says do it sometime after one, but before two. After one, because if your boss has taken a break and eaten lunch, they are probably in a better mood than if they were hangry. And this is a little bit of a sweet spot before that 2 p.m. trough kicks in. The book and his other keynotes go on to describe so many other things that are tied into timing, like what is the most common age for someone to decide to run their first marathon? Also, what two months of the year have the highest peaks in divorce filings and so much more. It's not just about your daily timing, but how dates and times affect our behavior. I want to thank listener Megan for asking me to look into this subject and to create an episode around it. I found it completely fascinating and insightful. I hope it was helpful for you and that you're interested in learning more about his book and his studies. I'll put a link to that book and a couple of his keynotes in the show notes for you to check out. Now, on to the cocktail of the week. I looked for a cocktail with a reference to time that I would actually enjoy, and I found it in a cocktail called Five O'Clock Tea. That seems perfect for the time of the day when we were in our rebound time. Here's what you're going to need. One and a half ounces of dry gin, one ounce of honey syrup. I've given this recipe before in previous episodes. Half an ounce of lemon juice and two ounces of chamomile tea. Chilled pour all the ingredients into a mixing glass and fill that glass with ice and stir and then strain into a chilled martini glass. All right, friends, that's it. I hope you liked today's episode. Once again, if you have time, please take a moment to like and review and subscribe and share with your friends. Until next week. Cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen.